three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Hey Asher, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. I, I got it recording. <laughs> so, hey, we're figuring this out, my man. We're hey, why not? Why not? We Technology. figure it out as, as much as we go. Because I don't know oh, how to do that, but luckily you're thinking on your feet and you said, boom, let's see what we've been doing. <laughs> hey, why not? I mean, Ain't nothing changes. Nothing nope. changes. I mean, just nope. hit record and just kind of just see what develops. Yeah. yeah. Why not? But yeah, so like you, you were just talking about how, how to build your systems and how to be unstuck. But, you know, your 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 strength really honestly comes from building that system and, right. and just how you see the world and how you how you systematically um, go through your own life. Like once you write that process down, it's easy to rinse and repeat because now you have a system for everything. Like, right, right. You know, but, but, like, like you got to be doing everything the same way. But now right. there is recorded a. Uh, uh, efforts and now you could go back and, 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 and say okay well hey maybe I need to restructure it this way maybe need, you know I need to restructure it this way to meet one specific goal but yeah right but I, I think to what to what you were saying earlier like I was saying um, my friend helped me get unstuck or helped me realize what my niche is is like being stuck and getting unstuck because it speaks to being depressed because like when you're right. depressed you're stuck like you feel stuck like you're just like I can't get out I'm drowning I'm like underwater right. and what right. helped me was like like getting to the point to where I re- realized that part of the reason why I felt stuck is because what I had before was a morning routine, like a daily routine that I journaled right. and I abandoned it for one reason or another because I devalued what I was doing. And wow, yeah. you, you were making the, the analogy earlier about getting unstuck is a powerful thing. And I almost wanted to have you like repeat that if you rem- remember it where you're talking oh, yeah. about being stuck in the mud. Right. So like, you know, just being unstuck and consistency kind of go ahead in hand because it's like once you see that system, you know, once you get away from that system, and the, you know that's when you get stuck but mm. in order for you to get unstuck it's you know the rotation in your tires they have to consistently keep moving in order for you to get unstuck or you know it, you know if you're bogged down in the mud and you know and you want to get unstuck like whatever you put in front of the tire you have to continuously put it in front of the tire or switch it out until you get unstuck and mm-hmm. that has to be literally consistent because if you miss a beat then you get back to being stuck right. that makes any sense so like right because you, you, you talk know, about traction like when right you gotta gain putting, traction yeah. right and that's that's what you're putting in it so if we're talking about implementing a system to get unstuck having something like a daily planner where you write out this is what i'm going to do today like if you know from the time you wake up i wake up i get out of bed and i make my bed right it's part of your system and like the point of making your bed is to kind of establish like this is a small win and then from there you get out of the room to where you like i I make it a point like right now i'm not getting out of the room because i'm in the hotel and i'm just doing my devotional here but once I'm done with the devotional, like I usually get out of the room, go do the devotional. And the purpose of that is to put something good in my mind. So it's like right. half, more than half of the time, I think 70 or 80% of your thoughts are negative. So it's like if I'm right. reading 
reading the Bible, reading something motivational, listening to intentional music that's on building me up or even like sermons or something like that. That's right. already flooding my mind with things that are pure, things that are clean. So it's like it's building that traction again. And it goes from, okay, I'm, I wake up, make my bed, do the devotional, do a short read for the podcast, and then I exercise. Now I'm getting okay. my body moving. I'm stretching. I'm doing the hit workout. After that, it's like, what do I do next? Get out of the house. Go for a walk. I go walk for an hour. That's still keeping my body moving and getting active. And now I'm in a different environment because now I understand that, okay, I can be around the uh, nature or whatnot, and I don't necessarily need to listen to something. I just kind of become aware of my thoughts, become aware of my emotions, just be be there. I don't need to pay attention to everything, but just letting things go. I'm just following right. the system. I'm following the schedule. And by doing that, once I kind of disengage after 30 minutes or so, I can start listening to a book or music. But once I'm done with the workout, then I can kind of jump on the prayer line and kind of tune into what okay. they're saying. I can say hi. Like if I don't want to talk, I don't need to, but right. I've already right. prepped myself to kind of be there to where if I have something to add, I can add something. If I need to listen, I can just listen. But then by the time I'm getting off the prayer line, it's been maybe like seven or eight o'clock. So that's nearly right. like four hours of doing prep work to get me up to and get going. That day started. Yo, right. that is that is crazy. Like for, for your whole entire day, you literally got to prep out like three yeah. almost hours worth of things for your day to get started. But you know how many people just jump out of bed and to just like try to go through the, like like by right. 12, it, like, oh, I finally warmed up. I was like, no, Joker, that, why did you just get up in the morning? Like right. early in the morning. But that, and that, and that, that's the difference. And I think like he's probably explained that over and over, but I don't think a lot of people catch it because a lot of times it's like we justify waking up early. Like it's not meant for everybody, but if you right. see it time again, like some people get up early for work. Like I, I was getting up early before at three and like when I've got to be at work at four, it's like that workout time kind of goes away. Like that whole routine right. it completely yeah. gets obliterated. So that's right. part right. of the issue there. And then I'm going from not having any prep time or if I couldn't, if I had to be at work at four, I try to get up two hours before to where I get like, okay, I can't get four hours. I'm going to get one. And I right, try okay. to make that a point. And then the night before, if I've got to go to bed at eight, or seven, like I'm going to do my best to get six hours of sleep at least because when I'm getting less and less and less, it's not sustainable. And that's right, where like right. my entire system started to fall apart because I went from not sleeping a lot, sometimes forgetting to make food and then coming back from work and just being exhausted to where it's like, I'm not putting anything in my body after working for like 12, 14 hours. And now I'm completely drained. And then when you just complete, continue repeating that, repeating that, repeating that, it's like you're losing <laughs> after a while. You just you're, like... You're, you're literally That's drawing it. your body yeah. to the point where it's like, yeah, completely right. like, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> like, if you ever, you know, I know you guys growing up in church, like I did too, but like, ever been in church and, yeah. and you know, and y'all are singing a song that you love, I like, like, like a good song, right? Right. And then you right. hear somebody sing it off key. And you're like, yeah. yo! <laughs> <laughs> He was like, yo, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is literally what it feels like when, 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 like, it's like something disrupts your, your routine, bro. It's like somebody singing off key to a song right. you like, and he's like, yo, mm. just shut up. Just, just shut your daggone mouth. All right. Ain't nobody here to listen to you right now, man. So, like, I'm sitting thinking, like, wow. Right. Like, like, I hated that. I hated that growing up. But, right. like, to your point, though, like, even when I got a, like, even when I left the military, like for me, my, my success was in my routine and mm. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, so when I got out, that, that routine, as much as I wanted to keep it, yeah. it, it started to become my adaptive. Me trying to keep my routine going was, was, was my new norm. So, like, that became my adaptive, and it wasn't long until I was like, yo, I can't, I can't keep getting up at 530 in the morning. Like, Wait, why, I don't why, did it, why did it become your adaptive? Or how did it because, become your adaptive? So, I would say it became my, because it, it went from being my, my natural to my adaptive, because for 10 years, that's what I did. Like, that was literally right, my natural right. state. And so, but now that I was moving to the next phase of life, mm-hmm. I couldn't keep doing what I was doing for the last 10 years. Like, I, I couldn't I couldn't stay consistent with that, because for me, I, like, there was no carrot at the end of the stick, even though there should have been, mm-hmm. right? Okay, okay. Like, yeah, yeah so, that, so like, my whole, like, like, my whole entire thing was stay fit so you can stay right. in the military. Like, right. like you're, the whole you know, focus was military exactly. and then military like, goes away so it's like oh i don't need to do you know, that anymore what's the new focus exactly right and so leaving that i was like oh crap like i have no new focus yeah and so now it's like okay it's been it, you know it's been three years uh this year right. this year is gonna be four years since i left the military and it's mm-hmm. gonna you know so like now it's like okay now that i've gained uh a new sense of purpose you know business is my purpose now mm-hmm. it's it's like getting up and working out it kind of took a second second step where like a, a, a back seat, if you will. It, it shouldn't have taken a back seat, but I'm, mm. I'm incorporating that more and more to my routine again because now it's like, okay, I got to focus on my health right. because that's my carrot now. Health is my carrot to mm. <laughs> you know, right. stay in right. business, obviously. That's so, good. And so now it's like, okay, now that I found my new carrot, now I can, you know, adjust instead of going five days a week. Cause I'm, bro, I was going right. twice a day, five days a week. Right. That, that's not sustainable. I don't care right. who you are. That's not sustainable. And I did that for a long time. And Unless then you want to be the out. old man just hanging out, <laughs> hanging out in the gym, just like, exactly. what's up, man? I've been here all day. Just, <laughs> even, even just now, like, 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 bro, like once I got out, I would go back to the gym on base and like, mm-hmm. I see why the old dudes would be coming in. And <laughs> <laughs> These right. jokers won't leave until about twelve. I'm like, y'all been here for six hours and y'all still talking about the same thing. Like right. I, it, it was ridiculous. But I'm like, yo, I get it now. I get it. I get, like like maybe to them there's no carrot at the end of the stick. Like or that them might, going to the gym and, and, yeah. and talking to their old buddies. Like that's that sad. might just be their that might be their thing because I mean everybody's built differently. So like different exactly. people value different things because sometimes it's like when we're in this like business entrepreneurial type space like when you're young like you're just like i want to do 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 but like people will tell you like quickly like whenever they see i'm sure in the military you see this where you have like the spry 18 year old kid like teenager fresh coming out you like see them and then you see like the next level up somebody that's like uh early 20s 24 like they're they're just like okay and then you have the next level where it's like 26 to 30 and that range you're like, oh, okay, like, oh, here's the, the new crop coming in. And then as, right. as that just keeps going, you like you start to value different things. And sometimes we're sitting here looking at the old people thinking, oh, they're just talking, they're just socializing. But then to them, it may be like, oh, like I get to go and chat up with my buddy because it's like exactly outside exactly. of like, I don't have yep. a job that I've got to run to. I don't have this. It's like I made enough money. Maybe I'm retired. And the one thing that kind of stuck to my mind or came to my mind was this thing where they talk about like PTSD or post-traumatic yeah. sports disorder not necessarily right. like military PTSD stress disorder but
but yeah, I think they yeah. go kind of hand in hand to where where like getting stuck comes into play is that when you go from one scenario or one situation to the other, the reason right. that the system falls apart or it doesn't transition is because that was never planned for. So it's like hey. you coming out of the military, it's like you never planned like no. what being out of the military was going to look like for you. Exactly. So then it went not from not like you had anyway. something and then all of a sudden it goes away. Right, right, right. Like, like I didn't plan because I got medically retired. So like for me, mm. it was more like, like I'm, I'm, I'm healthy one day, you know, right. and all of a sudden like I go get a checkup and they're like, or okay, I lied. At least I felt healthy, you know, healthy yeah. anyway. Right. And so I go get a checkup and they're like, Ooh, something's wrong with your feet. Cause my mm. arches have fell. I was like, I just thought, okay, listen, like I got, you know, some stress fractures. I'm just going to take a, you know, a, a few Motrin's, drink right. a lot of water and then, you know, like, you know, wear some you're just going to power you know, through right? it. Exactly. But no, like I go and they're like, yo, you, you got severe plantar fasciitis. And mm. uh, what that is, 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 is like severe pain in your feet. I don't, Ooh. I don't know the whole explanation medically, but all it right. is like, like, like my arches fell. So once my arches Ooh. fell, my feet started angling in. Well, so like that happened, I guess the very, like probably within my first enlistment, but over time. Yeah. Because you know my my type of uh, footwear that I was wearing, you know, it wasn't comparable for my feet. So my right. so where my arches fell, then my ankles started uh, uh, angling in, and then that moved up to my knees. My knees started angling in, then my hips Ooh. started angling in, and now you know. But that was gradual. But now my back is killing me. I'm like, yo, why is my back killing me? Right. And then they're like, yo, the reason why your back is hurting so bad is because your your whole entire body's out of order but this happened mm-hmm. over time it wasn't right. like an like an older son thing so you know i was i was literally um i had been had been an e5 for like a good hot minute i would say about maybe three years and i was like okay hey i you know i'm gonna you know i want to get promoted now yeah what's e5 so so that's the sergeant uh oh, okay uh, okay that's your your rank uh, yeah, and okay. so, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to work towards my E6, and that way I could go be a drill sergeant, because, you know, like, like you know, your your pathway to promotion is like, if you want to get promoted quick, or, you know, but for me, it was a pride thing, because I wanted to yell at people, and... Uh, <laughs> you did want to yell at people. <laughs> I did, I did want to yell at people, <laughs> you, know, you know, on a professional level, and right, not get in right. trouble for it. Because, uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I, bro, it, it was funny, because, like, I would yell at my soldiers, not, not to like not being mean or whatever they're like mm-hmm. no sorry bro. what why are you yelling but i was just i was passionate about what i did right and you're so, being passionate you weren't yelling yeah, he's like he's I yelling at me he's yelling, like man i was I'm just being passionate like I, I love my life i love my job <laughs> exactly well see the funny thing is my wife would even be like yo stop yelling at me he's like i'm not yelling i didn't even raise my voice <laughs> i'm just really passionate about what i'm talking about yeah. so I was like, wow, okay. I was like, and I always really, um, you know, like looked up to, you know, drill sergeants because, you know, those are the people who mold the young soldiers coming in. You know, they take you from being a civilian to being, you know, a soldier. So I was like, you know, I love that about that transition time, you know, from being, you know, a civilian mm-hmm. to becoming a Marine or a soldier or I guess a service member, you know, all across the branches. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, that's what I want to do. I really want to do that. Right. Yeah. So like I was literally like my carrot. I did, you know, at the end of my, my stick was like, okay, I'm going to give it this time. I'm going to work workout like you know i'm gonna be physically fit because i don't want to look like a bag of dirt when i go you know uh, i want to submit my packet um yeah. you know and i go i want to be you know physically able to do the job well mm. so i go get checked up and they were like oh guess what you got bad feet i was like what does that even mean and so they tell me about the whole thing and mm. then now like they're like oh by the way because you can't really wear wear your 
your military issued gear. Now we're going to have to start uh, chaptering you out, which pretty much means now we're just going to have to start your paperwork for you to get out. I was like, yeah. whoa, wait a minute. Pump your brakes, my brother. Pump your brakes. I ain't getting I like, I'm looking at 20 years. I'm like, I'm, right. I'm going to make this thing for 20 years. I'm going to retire like, you know, regularly and I'm going to have my pension. You know, that's, you know, that's what you look for. So when you're right, telling right. me that I'm getting out, that means you're telling me I ain't going to get my pension. I'm not right. going to get my pension. <laughs> I was like, I just no, cut come on. The, the 20, the 20 years of your life that you'd been planning. Exactly. I had, I had already been in for 10. I was like, Ooh, this past 10 years went by fast. Let me go ahead and get this another 10 in and then I'll be mm. good. But no, they were like, no, my brother, no, my brother, hold your horses. You ain't going nowhere. I was like, wow, that's, that's terrible. And mm. so like, it, like that whole entire process for real, like healed my whole entire outlook on life, bro. Like, right. because I, I was, I was using that as my, as my pushing, as my motivation, as as everything else so mm. you know like feeling like that just literally got taken away from me bro i was bitter man i was not gonna lie <laughs> i yeah. ain't gonna lie i was a, i was one bitter individual to where like i didn't want to go to work i mean it's not like, i mean it's the military so <laughs> not, not not wanting to go to work is not an option <laughs> it's right like, right you can't just, nah, i don't want to go to work and so yeah. you know and i started to notice that it was affecting my you know i i allowed that to affect my attitude i allowed that to affect the way uh you know i performed in my job yeah. and i was like yo i can't you know this this is not good like I, i'm not i'm not being fair to you know it's not fair to my soldiers it's not felt fair to my subordinates because now i'm, I'm not i'm not giving them 100 percent. and so i was like mm -hmm. okay fair enough maybe it is time for me to go ahead and get out because at this point i'm not going to be any good to anybody mm -hmm. and so that, i got out that caused a huge Impressive time for me, man. Like I was depressed for a good like a few months, like to the where you know I, I think me and you talked about it to where like I was suicidal, bro. Because I was like, mm. yo, my, my whole entire purpose is gone. Yeah, like, your whole identity like, is gone. Exactly, like everything I, that you had, everything, that bro. The cornerstone of your life gone in an instant. Gone. Like ten exactly. years that you thought you knew is like non-existent. Exactly, exactly, bro. That, that if, if that was not a, a, a killjoy, I don't know what is. Like, right. It, whew, what? Let me tell you what uh let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you it was painful it was so painful but um at the end of the day i, I literally had to learn that you know everything has its beginning and everything has its end so like mm. even on that point like pain has its beginning and pain has its end but you you have to choose <laughs> right. i think I think as a person, you like you literally have to choose what the end point is because mm. if you if you stay in that environment in that depressive environment, yeah. like it, there is no end because mm -hmm. I had to make it a point to myself. All right, hey, Theo, get out of bed, leave the house. Like right. if you don't do nothing else today, you got to at least get out of bed. You know, brush your teeth and leave the house. Don't even right. shower. It don't even right. matter if you shower at this point. We're just gonna walk away out. All right, right, right. You ain't got to shower. And, and so I was like, okay, so I, I will literally force myself on a daily basis to do the smallest things because I, I was like, I refuse to, to, to take what's been given to me, you know, which is my own life. Like I refuse to, to take my own life that wasn't, you know, like that was given to me. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to cheat myself out of my own life. Right. And so for, for real, like I started to have, just like what you said, like having to re repurpose myself. And mm -hmm. I think what people don't understand about the term repurpose and, and maybe I might be explaining it not not the uh, correct way but from yeah. my take on on the keyword yeah. repurpose is literally finding a different purpose for that one thing that used to have a different purpose like that, like wait so that so that one more time so like repurposing something is finding a different purpose for that one thing that used to have a purpose for something else I think it, I think you, you just said it in like a double or triple negative like 
Are you saying re- repurposing something or repurposing yourself is finding is, a new is, purpose for something that has, has lost had a its original purpose? Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Had, had has lost its original purpose. You know, it, it's just like, you know, I see these TV shows on HDTV, like where, where they repurpose a shelf and then make it into a table. I'm like, oh, mm. you, you, you know, it was all wood or it was oh some sort of, so like they restructured it like oh this mm-hmm. was an old um uh rocking chair but we uh created a a whole shelf and table from it i was like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you made that thing work twice and i was like all oh, right and so right. literally like that's that that's that's what the term repurpose means and, mm. and 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 like taking it that way for me i i really looked at it at life like that when 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 i came from the military from being you know a soldier for for umpteen years mm-hmm. okay like 10 years you know yeah. I was repurposed <laughs> to be, you know, now, so, so like, you know, now I'm a barber. So it's like, wow, how did you go from, from being a soldier to cutting hair? Well, I was, you know, I, I repurposed myself. Right. And so once you do that, then you start to, you know, see a different version of yourself. Then you start to yeah. really fall in love with yourself again and, and like, yeah. you know, have a new lease on life. But you have to willingly, willingly <laughs> right. repurpose That's big. yourself. That's big yeah. right there. Because, like and, and like you said, repurpose. And I guess the big thing now is um, in today's language is rebrand yourself. Because like mm. you said, mm-hmm. you are a barber. But like, I think it was maybe the third recording or so that we did. Like you went from seeing yourself as a barber and then you went a step further to say, oh, okay, Okay, no, I'm not just a barber, but I'm a customer service. Like I'm in customer exactly. service. Like this is my industry. And right, right. yes, I do barbering, but I can also do grooming. And now like you bring in something mm-hmm. like the disc assessment, you know, like you have a desire to want to read people. Like you have this focus that was there before, but because you repurposed and rebranded yourself, like now it's like you're, what you did in the military was good, but now you're doing something great because it's like you're able to affect civilians tangibly as to where before you were protecting the civilians from like a distance and maybe they may not get a chance to like interact with you but i think knowing you and like you having a love for people like this is like you doing that intentional work of like saying hey we're getting out of the house today like it doesn't matter if i shower okay i'll maybe brush my teeth but just get up get out of the house go walk like I'm exactly. not going to go exactly. walk and like say walk into traffic. No, I'm just going to get out, walk. If I got to walk to the mailbox, just go there, walk back. And then exactly. I need mm-hmm. to even like get in the car and drive to Starbucks and just sit around people just to like, just as to a be human, around people. Yeah, yeah. You just need yeah. to be around people. And that's what my roommate was telling me um, months ago. And multiple people told me that over and over. And like the little blog post that I wrote, like I put that in there because it's like, even when somebody tells you something that's great, great advice you might not be ready to receive it because you're just stuck in your head but like right. you have to force yourself out of your head and the only way that you're able to do that is by like like every now and then even you're when you're going through the depression you'll have these like random like drips of consciousness where it's like okay you're in your worst state of mind but then like your brain is kind of playing preservation where it's thinking oh like why well, I could go do this like I know I'm not in the mood to but let me go out for a walk and when those ideas come you have to jump on them but being able to create a system to give somebody to say hey i want you to just write down three things you plan to do today or three things that you'd like to do or here are three things that i want you to do and it's more powerful if those three things come from the individual that's going through the depression because then they're in control 
And once you understand that you're in control and everything else that's spinning out of control, like you have a say in directing your life, then you can kind of get out of like, oh, geez, that was terrible. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. No, like being able to write down, this is what I'm going to do or just take the action to say, I'm walking out, like walking out of the house, go walk, clear your head like that physical exercise. It's activating your body is getting your blood flowing as to where if you're laying in bed, got the curtains drawn, you're not getting any vitamin D, you're just not active at all you're eating junk food garbage like you're doing whatever like all of that's depleting your body from what it's naturally meant to do to move to be active to be around people to socialize like you don't need to do it all at once but just doing one thing it's like okay like now i have a chance to fight life i have the chance to like enjoy life like exactly fight for myself bro like i'm telling you it, 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 it took, I felt like it took everything out of me to literally get out of bed or to literally go outside or to literally even think different. Like we, mm -hmm. we, we take, we take, uh, you know, ideas for granted and we take uh, thinking positive for granted, but where, where your brain is wired to think negative is like, it takes work. It like people, positive people are drained at the end of the day. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people, tell you this people right now. Thinks it's like, oh, you're just out here being positive all the time. It's like, no, this it's is work. To be positive. Yeah. It's work to be positive than it is to be negative because it's like naturally like you're conditioned to be negative because it's like a survival mechanism like exactly exactly like bro, lions like, oh like out in the jungle it's like oh is this lion gonna come around the bush and kill me that's what your brain is thinking from like millennia exactly so like let me run <laughs> let me start running right yep but now it's kind of had the opposite effect because now we're in an environment where it's super comfortable everything is controlled so what used to save us before can actually kill you and that's the danger and just like spending way too much time in your in your head oh man oh, bruh. yeah yeah it, it, <laughs> like if 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 if, if positivity was was um was a drug, I wonder how many people would start taking it. Like if it was, I mean, it is. I mean, in the sense, it is a drug, but it's not something right. that's like bottled up it's and given. But it, it's something that you can create from within. You can get it from reading things. You can get it from like the music you listen to, the exactly. environment you're in. Like it's hard for. I can understand why people would be depressed where it's always dark all the time because and like when you go through the te teenage phase, I think that's where like emo kids kind of came out of it's like life is confusing your body's changing is doing this is doing that and right. uh, like with all that stuff going on it's it's like it's a lot to combat with it is but it is a lot at some point like while you're even going through that you luckily you have parents you have friends you have people that you can kind of like they'll try and interact with you to just be like okay i know you're going through this thing but like we need to get out of that like unfortunately i think some people that may be like adult goths like right they, they maybe didn't get through like on the other side listen i think okay <laughs> not to get on a different topic <laughs> yeah hey man i think i think it's perfect i think that one right there i can pause it here and then stop right. the recording and then we can do another one or just just keep it rolling no just keep it rolling because 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 right. i'll because i'll back on to what you just said but but real quick it's like uh just to finish up that 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 specific one like i think yeah. pos positivity is like broccoli right it's like mm. you know it's good <laughs> for you Right. And but nobody wants to eat it or like even if you it. take 
<laughs> it's like even if you take broccoli and you you know and you spice it up a little bit and you sauce it up and you do all this stuff to it, it's yeah. still broccoli. And right. then it's like it might smell good until you taste it. And you're like, ew, this is what positivity tastes like. Because mm. once you taste it, it's not like it's a sweet taste. Now mm. it's just like you got to do work. Now, yeah. now, yeah. now you got to do work to maintain that. And it's right. like, nah, I want to go back to eating junk food. Junk food is right. more pleasurable. Than it's broccoli. easy. It's sweet. It's you exactly. got all the kinds of sauces. It's like you just put it on there. Yeah. Oh man, douse that thing with salt. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Like it, it, it's, it, it's, oh man. And so, but like to your point though, I think, I think the emo kids who grow up to be goth, goth, uh, uh, gothic adults, I mm-hmm. think. <laughs> and this is gonna sound crazy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> go ahead. I think I know where you're going, but go ahead with it. <laughs> I think I think they found a niche in life, like for real. They found a like, I, I, find, I think they found a niche, like in life, like like or or, or niche. No matter how you say it, niche yeah. or niche. Yeah, like yeah. I think they found. I think they finally found what fits. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's like and and they're and to be honest, I think there's more 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 closet gothic people than there are because you know in a mm-hmm. sense closet because it's like like they're not being true to themselves or they're not yeah. being true to their own identity and they're not running and they're like, around and, and wearing the, the goth clothes. Right. Yeah. Like like I almost envy the gothic crowd because they are not afraid to show how they feel inside. For real. Mm-hmm. Like they can wear their emotions on their sleeves. Right. And and everybody's like, oh man, there's a bunch of weirdos. It's like, no, 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 you're the weirdo. You're the one that's running around with a suit and tie on, but really down <laughs> deep, you look just like that. You you want to act just like that. You right. listen to, you know, like to all yeah. this and that. And it's like, no, stop being a closet, uh, a, a closet goth, gothic yeah. person. <laughs> like, like, like that's what, that's really what you look like. That's really what you want in life. That's really what you strive to be. But like, you're so worried about what other people think and you're so worried about, oh my God, people are going to see me so different. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> do the, like, do the oh. voice again. Do the voice again. <laughs> like, oh my god, people are gonna be so different. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Oh no. <laughs> you have a career. You have a career, sir, in voiceovers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, and and anytime that my wife calls me, I'm like, "Thank you for calling such and such. You have reached the automated voicemail of so and so. Please hit one." And she's like, "Theo, I know you're on the inside." Like, no, I, no, this is not Theo. Please request. <laughs> so, what kind of voice recording replies to you? Like, no, wife, stop. <laughs> Please. <hold." laughs> but yeah, I know we got that's up on hilarious. a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> but that, that's funny that you said that. It's like so goths may like adult goths may possibly have found their niche or they're just being authentically true to themselves exactly. and how they feel regardless exactly. of whether it's healthy or unhealthy right because that, it, it, that's like that's, that's the other argument i was gonna like that's the other like point of discussion i was gonna maybe bring up is like well like are they because a lot of times i think back to my teenage years and like some of the music i listened to like hard heavy rock and like we talked right. about being immigrants and just being from the outside where you listen to a mix of stuff like i think i listen into more rock and stuff no, than I, I did hip hop but right. at the same time like a lot of the rock that I listened to it was dark and like that stuff I go back and I listen to it now and I'm like whoa what in the world like the Nirvana album is kind of a little strange but it's got a naked baby on it and I'm just like very true <laughs> like, where, where in the world is, like where right. did this fly so like I I'm used a, to be a big fan of Blink 182 right like yeah. and, and I still rock their music like uh, like uh, uh, um, uh, 
System was Leather Down, Blink-182. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I listened to was rock music because that's right. that's just kind of what I felt like I like I identified with in a sense because it's like, yeah. but, but the funny thing is though, compare, okay, so so nowadays they have emo rap, right? Yeah. Like they have oh, that's, emo. That's a thing? Yeah, oh, bro. Oh, I thing, see what you're saying. Be, I, I see what you're saying. It should be because it's like, um, you know, baby, young baby, and, and yeah, like, yeah. And, and not to get on another tangent, like all these names being babies, like they, there's a daycare somewhere missing all the young babies <laughs> and little babies. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to be in trouble because this oh, daycare no, that, needs to be under arrest. That's a big point. That's a good point you make because you have like you have those guys like Baby or I hadn't really paid attention to them, but like one rapper I was looking up earlier when I was gonna make a song selection for an Instagram story, he called himself Little Dicky. And you have like back in the day, you had Little Flip, Little Bow Wow, Little Romeo. Oh yeah, little, yeah. like everybody's yeah. little, 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 little. So it's like I never no, thought. No, but Little Dicky's funny though. Little right, Dicky's right. funny. Right, right, right. So I mean, on it, it's like on the one hand, you have like the play on words where it's like, oh, I'm like, I'm the little homie. Because right. you have like the big, the big homie. But right. on the other end, like to your point where you have these guys coming in and they're talking in this kind of like emo rap or the mumble rap where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. in a yeah, sense, that- it's like you're being like, they're being themselves, like authentically how they feel. But it's like, right. in a sense, they're not really being fully expressive. And at some point I'm wondering like, okay, it's a phase and it's good that you express it. But I feel like- right if you truly deal with what you need to deal with and as you understand yourself like if you have a chance to like do a deep dive and like self-assess like cj talks about all the time it's like and you see like where you are and you have somebody that cares about you that's able to say hey like this isn't you this isn't right like this you being dressed in black all day long i don't think that's necessarily sustainable because some people may think oh they try they thrive off like the darkness and this and that but it's like yeah that that may be easy and that may be comfortable but not everybody can handle that and that's where i feel right. like that's the danger right. because like a lot of people say like you have this thing of like light and darkness so it's like it takes work to be light or happy or joyful all the time because it's like you constantly have to do that. But once you establish a routine and a system, you do it for so long to where it becomes second nature. You have to get right. up and do it every single day because once you stop, you risk, if you stop for too long, you risk going on a downward spiral. Right. But I guess with somebody that's negative, it's like you can be negative because it's naturally you. But I think where people end up taking their life and people go too far with the depression and things like that, is because they just stay there and not everybody's mm. built to where like they can understand all these things like they like I would listen to the music and just be like there's a song I forget who who sings it but I can still sing it to this day and it's just like you have this thing it's called crawling in my skin and it's like these wounds they will not heal it's oh, like that's, that's somebody that's yeah okay. yeah okay that is Linkin Park and it's like that song it spoke to me so much because it's like okay as you're a teenager going through puberty like your body's literally changed and it seems like at times you could just be screaming like what is going on but yeah like if you don't ever take a trip up to a mountain and just like scream or go in the closet or just just be allowed to like express yourself a lot of those things get bottled up and when people feel like they don't have a way out the only way out for them is like oh i'm just gonna check out because my environment right. doesn't allow me to do that so now i don't belong here anymore and i feel okay. like that's so, so- where the danger lies for some i don't know if i went completely off off of what you were saying, but no, 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 you're right, you're right, and and I want to play the devil's advocate real quick. Not that, yeah. not that devil needs an advocate, but 
<laughs> but 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 when you really look at it though, okay, so when you maybe when you see it from this perspective, maybe hopefully you might you might 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 maybe not necessarily agree, but yeah. at least see it different, right? Okay, so yeah. so so the person who's wearing black, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how they feel. Yeah. Right. They can still like I, I actually I know more happy emo people mm-hmm. because they're able to express their true feelings and they're able to express uh, themselves. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Versus yeah. versus the person who who can't express themselves because they feel like if they do it's inappropriate or they mm. feel like it's you know and this is not right, right. It's psychologically based and this is this no is no no what, what you're saying makes sense because now we're talking about cultural um like cultural acceptance like what's expected when you grow exactly. up and like this is expected to where you're doing that versus not being so it's like i feel like we're talking about two different things so this isn't necessarily i don't i feel like i i agree with you because i, I was talking about just going into like the extreme light and dark but what you just brought up is the beautiful thing about the gray that people don't talk about and that's where it's like that middle ground there's a lot of stuff that happens in there that's that variety and it's like hey if you you can be an emo happy person and until you just said it i didn't even think about that i was just thinking somebody that's dressed in black and emo is just depressed but it's like that's not true because i don't necessarily know any emo people but you knowing an emo person and knowing that they're happy because you have a relationship with them right. that's a new perspective that i didn't have before so but you the just crazy thing is something is like even the kids that played uh <laughs> listen everybody yeah. had them out their high school so anybody right. listening to this is gonna realize who i'm talking about it, you right. know like the kids that played the Yu-Gi-Oh cards right oh uh, yeah oh yeah yeah right is that you too now, <laughs> I wasn't allowed now, to have them. We weren't allowed well, to have them. I, I didn't play you know, Digimon, didn't, Pokemon. Yeah, like I didn't so. play them because I didn't understand them, right? right? But in their state, like watching all of them, like the magic and the magic yeah. the gathering, like in their state, those kids were the happiest kids at oh, school yeah, yeah. when they were playing, right? right? Because they they were they were being like. They're they just were being, being them. them. Yeah, because right. everybody else, it them. seems like they're trying to put on like, oh, exactly. I've got to be the many, dancer. I've got to be exactly. like this. How many miserable, like, how many miserable cheerleaders, yeah. how many miserable athletes you see walking around school like, yo, like only oh, if my parent would let me just play right. my magic the gathering with right. my, you know, with Because my the friend, parent I is like, I don't happiest. understand that. Let me smack that out of your hand. No, we're not doing that. We're, and that's exactly. where it's like, no, Although, dude, I'm trying wait. to get you a scholarship. <laughs> right, right. It's like, I don't want a scholarship. And I, I was I was listening to this comedian earlier, and he's like, there's a real problem with this, with uh, the two-parent home. And he was like, no, like, I'm talking about having two parents. That's an issue if you're trying to raise an athlete. He's like, while you're sitting in here, air-conditioned and stuff, I'm like, go go outside, get, like, work on your game. He's like, oh, no, like, I don't want to work on my game, Dad. It's too hot outside. It's nice in here. I got video games and everything. He's like, okay, while you're in here doing this, the kid over there that's just got a single mom or dad that he doesn't know, he's out there in the park just because it's hard. And he's, he's working on his game six hours a day because he's in a rough neighborhood. And just like the way he was putting it, I was like, I never it thought about sense, that. But it like, makes like, sense. Never, and I'm I've like, never thought about that either. Uh, but like, it, it does make sense to, you know, another another point of view because now it's like, you know, now that I'm advocating for that or, you yeah. know, or anything, you know, I'm just saying that, that it, when when the expectations are doubled, mm-hmm. right? Then then now now it's like, oh man, it's like, what if my kid could have really played Yu Gi Oh and like and like killed a tournament and won a million dollars? Like that kid that right. won a million dollars for playing, you know, Xbox or whatever. When when growing up, our parents were like, that will 
were never making no money. Like, right, but, it wasn't but like I mean, that would make yeah. you happy. That would never right. make you no money. It wasn't right. happiness. We ain't talking about happiness. You want right. happiness? Go to the zoo. <laughs> you want money? Get a job. You know, right. you want money? Because go get I mean, a degree. Because again, back to what we were talking about, it's like just talking on values. The thing, the big thing is like, especially for us, it's like education is what's valued. Certain status things are what's valued because that's what's mm-hmm. respected in the society. Yeah. That's what's respected yeah. in the community. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they've never seen those things because the technology that we had within the next the, these last 10 years the last 20 years it's never it's it, it's, it's never um it's never existed before and you're talking right. about over 4,000 years of human history that's, that's changed true. in 20 years. Like, that's a complete, like, mind bend. And to try and get those that came before you to understand that when they've got 40 years, some, like, 10, right. 20, 40 years of life, especially where it's, like, over half of your life you've lived without this stuff, and now this stuff just presents itself, that's weird. So it's like... Bro, I'm not going to lie. Make- if, I, if I were to come to America right now as a yeah. kid, if I were to, I wouldn't make it. I don't know if I could. I really don't. I really don't know if I could make it. Why is I'm that? so serious. Because it's just, okay, coming into, like, like coming to America back in 94, 95 time frame, mm-hmm. like, there weren't that many, dis- like, distractions, right? Mm-hmm. But coming to yeah. America right now, like, oh, social yeah. media all yeah. alone, yeah. it's, That's it's like, maybe my expectation of America would be different because I would have been like, oh, I saw it on social media. This is right. blah, 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 right? Versus, like, back in 95, 94, nothing was going on. Only a, yeah. uh, CDs weren't even a thing, so only, only tapes, right? So right. it's like, the patient level <laughs> right your patience mm. level back in 95 was different versus right. now where everything is instant like right. back you then had you, you, had to, you almost had to manually rewind the tape like manually rewind it so that yeah. it could play the song that you like like right. and you would have to kind of guess like where the song started in mm. order for you to play it yep. now it's just like <laughs> and they're pushing like uh, uh play and record at the same time so you can play <laughs> And that, you know what's funny? It's like, although you came here in 94 and I came here in 97, I feel like growing up with having less or being like four at the time, it helps me appreciate something that somebody that was born maybe 20 to 10 years before me talks about. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you don't know nothing about that. I'm like, I actually do know about that because I got like the hand-me-down stuff. And I, I was just happy to have it. Like, I appreciate it. So like, whenever they talk now, I'm like, oh, like I got, I had a chance to experience that because we didn't have money to experience something different exactly so, so, so not, like everything I'm, was a hand-me-down right but it's like i'm not even mad about it i'm just like oh like i can have a conversation with somebody that's like 20 years older than me and i can relate because like i know what they're talking about as to where exactly. they look at somebody else that's my same age and they're just like, like oh, oh I, like I, I don't, right I don't know. right you know it's like wait, uh wait a minute you got to experience what now uh well mm-hmm. um you know i was uh, i was a i was eight-year-old immigrant of course right. uh we had no money so guess where we got the toys. The toys were coming from Goodwill, right. where everything was a hand-me-down. That's right. the only right. option that we had. And so, <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's literally like it's funny to me now. It's like you know, I look at America, or like I just look at society all difference because mm-hmm. now you know I see I see an eight-year-old has an has an iPhone 11, bro. I still have an iPhone 8. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, who, who's your parents? And can I get right. on their list? Like, because <laughs> right. right. like, I want an iPhone 7 or an iPhone 11 because you know you're an 11-year-old and you just got an iPhone 11 for. Right. And that, that's where I'm like, in a sense, I, I see what people are doing where it's like, okay, I want to give you what I didn't have. But right. I heard it said before where it's like, you, you're quickly beginning to see the remnants of it, even with baby boomers, because it's like some of their parents that were well off just gave them things and they never learned the importance of why 
and the cycle kind of right right you don't know where this comes from how you got it and why it's why you need to struggle to get things so then now when you're handing something like that's worth a thousand dollars to a child that doesn't understand the concept of money they're completely gonna be messed up in the head and like something similar probably happens with kids that are like childhood actors like you put a child in the limelight and then all of a sudden you have random people like millions of people soliciting them treating them like their icons or this it's like that's a child they need time to be nurtured to grow and to become that and it's like exactly this whole thing it's like that's why probably depression has skyrocketed because with the social media and so it's supposed to be a connectivity tool but like there's so much comparison as to like okay you gotta be here here and here and you got these benchmarkers that didn't exist before like they're great in the sense of like you need competition and things like that to drive them bro it it's works. ridiculous like like okay I seen this 11 yeah. year old um who's on this uh uh cha- like his guy's on YouTube channel his guy's on uh uh IG uh channel whatever his is like um I think he's like eight or ten but this dude is bad at like like this dude is like on a football field this dude is mean like like he be yeah. joking kids like the same age and he, you know he's already got a Deion Sanders attitude right because yeah. he's featured on the Deion Sanders um I forget what it is and so like he has all this attention right so now yeah. you got your your you know his parents have spent money obviously to get the best coaches for him or to say hey kudos to them because they want him to become famous but right. now you got someone sold down the street same age he's looking on social media through his iPhone 11 that his parents just gave him right mm-hmm. uh because his parents gave him an iPhone 11 so so that he could stay I guess in touch with his people but now he's looking at this kid like yo I, like compared to that kid I'm no good I'm no good uh... like 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 I'm not like like this kid's got like 11 million followers and and I don't have any and, right. you know and now it's like even though right even though I'm looking through my iPhone 11 mm-hmm. the most adults don't even have right. but my parents gave it to me yeah. and I'm looking at this kid at, at his highlights mm-hmm. and I'm like yo my parents don't love me because they haven't paid enough money for me to get a coat or yo mm-hmm. my parents don't love me. It's like your parents do love you fool they just gave you an, <laughs> an iPhone 11 I don't even right. have an iPhone 11 and I'm saying that because being in a barbershop I see that on a daily basis it's like, uh, hey, you eight-year-old, I don't know, say, hey, hey, little Richard, stop <laughs> dropping your phone. Like, like, stop, pick your phone back up. Stop right. dropping your phone. And I'm like, yo. He has no, because to them, it's a toy. Like, right. that's what this kids kid do. tosses it. Like, like, like right. he tosses it to somebody. I'm like, because <gasps> I know how much it's worth, right? And right. I know I don't have that. But right. I see him toss it to a friend of his, like, across the shop. And I'm like, yo, what's that? An iPhone 11? Oh, and you just tossed it? Like, casually? Like, oh. And your whole entire excuse is like, oh, it's got an auto box on it. It's good. If it yeah. drops, it ain't going to break. I'm like, that's $1,000. Right. Do you know how, how hard I have to work for $1,000? You just probably turn around and just be like, I just made $1,000 right now on my phone. What you going to do now? Exactly. And I'm like, you little joker. If I, right. ooh, if your parents weren't in here, like, what? Me and you would have to learn. Ooh. So, but man, it, it, it's just that generational gap, man. And, you know, and now I see it as in like, yo, I don't know how my experience right now coming to America would look like versus my experience back in 1994, 95, right? Because now right, it, right. it's just like, you know, you know, cause I, I see it now where right. kids come from Africa who are, who are my same age. And and they don't understand what do you mean you gotta do X and Y Z? Well, what do you mean you gotta do that? Well, food because we have to eat. Like that's right. that's that's why I do that. Right. And it's like, right. hey, okay, I like, I, okay, I see it now. It's different for you because you you got here, you know, and your parents might be in a different state, you know, you know, like financially than my my parents were or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it you know, it just still that gap, man. It, it but. 
I get it. I get it. But I don't know if I could do it again. Going back in '94, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it. But anyway, I just got to my destination, and it looks like it's been 54 minutes since we started recording. <laughs> So we're only uh, supposed to record for 15 minutes, <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. And our whole entire conversation literally turned into two to two uh, uh, podcasts. <laughs> well, we'll see what to do. With it, boys. It's always good, man. <laughs>